on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. Uh, just Chad and I here in the intro. Joe's about two minutes out. We're getting started a little early because we're recording on a Friday, and it's a prediction show for AEW Full Gear. I'm going to say it right now. Little disclaimer. If the if the show's not out by the time AEW Full Gear happens, you know, stuff came up. I wasn't able to get the show done. It'll be out uh, by Sunday at the latest, but there's a chance. Uh, there's a chance that it happens. There's a chance that I just do it all tonight. Um, we will see. Depends on how sleepy I get. But yeah, AEW Full Gear predictions at the end of the show today, and the beginning of it will be... News from the week. There's a decent bit of news. I've got like four bits of news and then weekly recap. So some fallout from Crown Jewel still building and uh, still building towards Survivor Series for Raw and SmackDown. We talked a lot about SmackDown last week because we did record on a Friday last week. Uh, Chad's three best things from NXT and the final Dynamite and second to last collision. And if Chad wants to talk about Rampage... All of those, the last, the last of those, except for t- tonight's collision, before full gear. So, as always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Wrestle Pod. Chad, are you ready to go? Yeah. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 128 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by, we're now joined by Joe and Chad. Joe, welcome. How's it going? How's it going, bud? Uh, Oh, it's going good. Yeah. Yeah. You? What, what, I'm, I'm great. I've, I'm on my second ranch water. Just cracked open a ice cold Bud Light here. Baltimore Ravens Bud Light, I saw. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of what they sell here. Not that I give a shit. It still tastes like Bud Light. I mean, I don't hate the Ravens. Yep. I don't love the Ravens. Ooh. I don't we just started them. and I didn't crack my beer. Hold on. Oh, yeah. That's because you weren't in the intro. That's, that's my true. Bad. That's that's well, actually, I was going to say that's my bad, everybody, but that's kind of your bad. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. It was in the text message. Yeah, you're right. He said seven to seven thirty, which is like basically a cable company saying uh, 12 to four. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you just crack open there, Joe? What what? I I know why you were late, but the the three listeners don't. Uh, this is a uh a beer by Backhouse or Back Bay Back Bay Farmhouse Brewing Company, uh, locally local here in Virginia Beach, and it is a nine point six percent Imperial Woof. Orange Crush IPA. What? Orange Crush IPA Imperial? They yeah, yeah. they make an I- Imperial now. I have had the Orange Crush IPA. It is phenomenal. 
Imperial, that sounds great. This is my first sip of one because I didn't have the Imperial when I tried this before. All right. It's, uh, it's tasty. Okay. I like there that. Are, that for our local delicious. listeners to me and Joe, Spark Back Bay Farmhouse Brewing is this uh, brewery that's like in this old school, like 1800s farmhouse yeah. in Virginia Beach. That's just the coolest little venue. Highly recommend it. Yeah, Dylan, I, I drove up and I, I felt like I was on a school field trip and they were going to teach me how to make an S hook. <laughs> they're gonna teach you how to churn butter <laughs> uh while he's drinking a nine percenter you got me over here uh also with the virginia beach local brewery this is a biggie s'mores it's an <laughs> imperial stout a stout a s'mores flavored with Whoa, uh, graham it? cracker and malt and marshmallow flavors and it's eight percent nice also phenomenal i think my bud light is 3.8, 4, 4.2%. Oh, I forgot. This is from Three Notched Brewing in Virginia Beach in Town Center. Me and Joe been have been there before together. Listen, true. Maybe maybe I'll start uh, going once a week and getting some local stuff here because I do miss it. Dude, you that. have a brewery so close to your house. Yeah, it's not that. It's just I just had a beer Olympics at my house like a few weeks ago and there's so much, there was so much left over because I told everyone to bring some and then yeah. I also got way too much. So there's just a ton of Bud Miller cores, Michelob Ultras, seltzers. I'm about to go buy some seasonal beers. You ever had a Christmas milk stout? No, Uh, I've I've had a milk stout. Like a cinnamon and nutmeg Christmas milk stout are like the best kind of stouts. Yeah, I'm not a stouter uh, porter guy. Well, you're fucking up. Look at the color of this thing. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I would need to chew my beer. That's just not. Yeah, not my thing. I've not my thing. I've had a stout with Dylan before, but it was also accompanied by a shot of Bailey's and Ooh, uh, Irish whiskey. It I was an Irish it. car. It was an Irish car bomb. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Ugh. I love Irish car bombs. I cannot. Uh, should we get into the wrestling news? Yes, we shall. Uh, in order of least importance to most important. Sounds let's great. go with, all right. So I already know what most important is going to be. Uh, let's go with, they announced WWE announced uh, this past week that backlash will be held in France. Where in on, France? I don't know. It, it was somewhere that wasn't Paris. Patty. So I don't know what it was. Versailles. No, it wasn't a place I've ever heard of. It wasn't Versailles. It wasn't Paris. It wasn't nice or however Lourdes. you say that. No, it was a place I've never heard of. All right. Uh, France is to host Lyon. It's in Lyon. Oh, Lyon. Yeah. Yeah. That's, see, that's, that's my favorite city in France. Nobody knows where that is. I, uh, I had a great time there. Oh, yeah. Apparently when... It's in a huge arena. I would, I would think so. They, they the... should do that had baguettes oh yeah yeah and uh other crepes crepes yeah it took a a huge croissant from there yeah croissant Croissant. hopefully Uh, didn't drink french beer because it's gross yeah so is uh so is english beer though like the the stuff that served warm oh no i like english beer usually like english pale ales yeah no no but like the like when you go to a uh pub in england and they have their beer warm 
Oh, I don't like that That's idea. That's disgusting. No, it's not good. Not no all of them their teeth serve, are all fucked up. I don't How know. Does that have that anything to do with fucking teeth? I don't know. I don't know if that correlates. <laughs> I don't know. It could. Yeah. Warm beer equals bad teeth. It could. Dylan. It very well could. Uh, so yeah, that was the first bit of news. Um, second, actually, the the second, third, and fourth uh, pieces of news all deal with rumors of and uh, or slash reports of people being signed to different companies. So first one is a rumor that WWE has renewed their interest in Kazuchika Okada. I have the, uh, let's see, where is it? It's in my photos because I took a screenshot. So this is from, uh, as Chad would say, Dave Metzler. So (laughs) in regards to signing Kazuchika Okada, the pitch is now that he's 36 and he's close with Nakamura and Nakamura has worked years in WWE and it's far easier on his body. The idea is that WWE is the one thing Okada has never done and he's done everything he can do in New Japan. One person who buzzed us about the renewed interest in Okada said that one of the reasons Nakamura is getting a renewed push is to show Okada that his regime is not going, or sorry, that this regime, aka Triple H, is not going to treat Japanese like the stereotypical children-like because Vince does that with people who don't speak fluent English, that this is a new regime, which is (laughs) true words have never been spoken as far as the the Vince regime, how Vince treats foreign, his foreign stars. I just want to point out, like before we start recording, you told me that this news happened, and I didn't. You didn't tell me anything Metzler said, and I literally said it sounds exactly like when they brought Nakamura in. I mean, he was about the same age. He was Okada before Okada was Okada in yep. New Japan. Like size of star, he was huge. So like it makes complete sense. I would love to see Okada against like the mainstream. Like imagine Okada versus Rollins right now. I was uh, Okada Rhodes. Okada Rhodes, yeah. Um, I'm looking at my wall. I think Co- oh, uh, the only the only active people on my wall are Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Kofi Kingston, and or WWE. Those those three. Drew versus Okada. Oh my god. I guess god. Xavier is also on my wall. Imagine how those like Gunther versus Okada. Holy shit! That would be insane. That'd be Who's so hard hitting. Body would be is just amazing. So yeah, Roman, Roman, would be, Roman would be good. That would be a main event of a a top four pay per view. Yeah, and I I would die for that. <clears throat> Please give that to me now. So the next one, they announced this on Dynamite last night that Tony Khan is going to announce a new signee tomorrow at Full Gear. Um. Any, so I don't know if you guys heard about this. Chad said he didn't, but also said he watched Dynamite. So I don't know. Maybe he just didn't listen. But thoughts on who it could be? Um, I'm thinking Will Osprey. I told you earlier the only person I've heard about them signing other than like Mariah May was Kota Ibushi is officially all elite. Yeah, I don't know. So the rumors are that it so that. When when I was looking into it, I was like, there there was only two names that kept coming up, and it was Osprey and Mercedes. Um, but Osprey's the, contract's not up yet. The rumor it's is almost, that oh, you're right. The rumor is that it is Osprey. I don't know. We're what gonna find he, out tomorrow. Could How be could John he possibly Cena. announce that when his contract is still 
ongoing with New Japan through Tokyo Dome? I don't know. I don't know. It could also just be Dolph Ziggler. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Nick Nemeth? Yeah. What if it is? That would stop the show. It would be uh, one of those, another one of those moments that's like super hyped and it just ends up being Dolph Ziggler. Not that Dolph Ziggler is not good. It's just when your expectation, you're good at wrestling. Nick Nemeth, a.k.a. Dolph Ziggler, is one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. Yes, I agree. But people would not react to it like they would an Osprey or a Mercedes compared to those two. Dolph Ziggler would be a shock and awe moment. Mercedes would also be. Well, Osprey would be like, okay, we kind of saw this coming because he's, he's been wrestling he, for us for six months. Like Ziggler's mm-hmm. underrated. Ziggler's underrated, and I think his like like his debut would be underwhelming. It, I think it would remind me of when they signed Christian. Oh no, that was awesome! I was so stoked for that. I personally didn't really care that much. I'm glad they did now because he's awesome. Christian has always been awesome. I've always liked Christian better than Edge. Hot take. Ooh, ooh, we'll see. We'll see where oh, that no, I'm loyalty pick, lies I'm in him. predictions. <laughs> oh, no, I think I'm picking that guy. <laughs> Sting and Edge on the same team. Hmm. All right, uh, and then the last rumor, possibly the biggest one. There's rumors of AEW trying to sign Eva Marie to bolster the the star power of their <laughs> women's division. <laughs> And this is not a joke. This is something I legitimately saw on the internet. Yes, I saw memes about this today, and now they make sense. I didn't realize the memes were warranted. But it was like a meme of like, Tony Khan, we have to make the women's division better. And it was like a picture of Eve Marie, like, hold my beer. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's not going to help. <laughs> what if the signee tomorrow, what if both of the last pieces of news, they're both just Eva Marie? It's That's not, it's not really... Ziggler, it's not Osprey, it's not Mercedes. No, it's Eva Marie. I did see a report that Mercedes is like healthy and ready to go somewhere. That's good. It should be her. I, w- I hope it is her because that would be huge. <sighs> they need that. They do need someone of that quality in AEW Women's Division. Like originally, I thought Soraya would give them a jolt. That nope. didn't happen. Tony nope. Storm has been probably the best one to date. Yep. Tony Storm is their best woman signing after the initial thing. Like yeah. two-time women champ, constantly in the main event of women's division. She's competing again for a women's title this weekend with a new gimmick that's like getting over really well with the crowd. Yeah. So who knows? We will see. Uh, but that, yeah, that's all I had for the news, unless you guys had stuff. No. All right. Not um, at all. So <clears throat> we're going to start with the weekly recap. We recorded on a, a Friday last week, and it's also a Friday again this week. Said that in the intro. Um, but we watched most of SmackDown and talked about a decent amount of it on the show last week. Uh, Chad, after you got a chance to watch SmackDown, because um, you didn't, you were not watching it last week. It was just Joe and I. Uh, your comments from the show. So I understand the kind of back and forth of the night y'all had with the damage control faction. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they originally thought Oscar was not well aligned, but apparently damage control is now a five woman faction. Oscar, yep. Kyrie, EO, Bailey, and Dakota um are in that faction and they are setting up a war games match. That's very obvious. It's just yeah, who's but that the... one's probably gonna be four on four, I would think, right? Which uh depends on if Dakota is gets cleared or not. 
I doubt it. I don't think she is going she, to be. She tore her ACL like earlier this year. Mm-hmm. End all be all. I think it gives you an idea of what's going to happen with the men's. If it's a four on four, expect the men's will probably stay four on four. No. We'll we'll get when we get to okay, raw. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I forgot will, the raw main event thing. That's, when we that's, get that's, when that's we get obvious. to raw, I will tell you. I don't know if you guys saw the after show Cody Rhodes promo, but no. But I did see how raw ended, and I disagree with my own comment there. All right. But yeah, I mean, I would I would prefer a five on five. I want as many people in war games as possible. I mean, there's a chance they still could. I think last year's women's was five on five. They just added people to each side because last I year, I th- last year, damage control could. your narrative was in it with two other people. I don't remember who was in the match last year. That's the problem. It wasn't a memorable match. The men's one was memorable last year. Yeah, bloodline versus that, all of. Their I did enemies. look up a. It was an article. It was like the top. It was all of the men. It was all of the war games matches in WWE ranked. Ooh. Um. I still think the first one and the second one, or if it's not the second one, the one where Ricochet does the double backflip, are the two best. That was the number one. Ooh, the Ricochet yeah. one was the number one. The okay. Rhea Ripley With, uh, versus Shayna Baszler one was number two. Wow. Okay. That was the that was like the one where Dakota uh, Dakota turns on Tegan Knox. Oh, they said okay. it the storyline was so great, and it was like a two-person versus four-person. So team. that was not the Raquel Rodriguez or Raquel Gonzalez no, that was coming the out lowest party one. one. Oh, okay. that was ranked the worst. The NXT versus 2.0 versus Black and Gold one was three, and I remember yeah, how was really that one good. was really fucking good. You remember yeah. LA Knight was in that match? Yeah, yeah, he was on the Black and Gold side, yeah. though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was on the black and gold side with DIY yeah, and kind of weird. somebody else. It was DIY and Pete Dunn and LA Knight. No, yeah. it wasn't Pete. It was Pete Dunn. Yeah, I think it was Pete Dunn, LA Knight, and DIY. Well, versus... then the other side was Grayson Waller, Tony D'Angelo, Ron Breaker, Ron Breaker, and Carmelo Hayes, and Mello. Yeah, man, we nailed that. Yeah, good job, everybody. Wow, great job, team. I'm excited for Chad's trivia question later now. Chad has a trivia a, question, by the way. Before Joe. we do predictions, I have a trivia question for AEW pay-per-views. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Um, all right. What else for SmackDown, Chad? Um, that was my big thing. I guess the LA Knight stuff is still going on going the bloodline, which I think is warranted. Um Yeah. They'll I think probably they'll do a him. feud with Solo. Speaking I think of Solo. Solo and Jimmy for a while before he goes and does something else after Royal Rumble. Speaking of Solo, do you know how like every other week on SmackDown we were getting like Roman Reigns returns next week? Mm-hmm, now yeah. we're getting Solo Solo Sokoa returns graphics. Oh, I didn't see that. I skipped yeah. a lot of all oh, that's trash. It was literally less than a week after Crown Jewel, and it's next week. Solo Sol- Solo Sokoa returns. My God. It's like you gotta be fucking kidding me with this bullshit. Um. Yeah. Only other major stuff to talk about was the the LWO stuff. So, yep. Santos is fully gone out of that that faction. Yeah. He, he's also, fully turned away. Uh, Ray, he's got a kayfabe injury. I think. No, he's been wrestling with a torn uh, meniscus. Apparently. Yeah. For no, months. he had surgery. Oh, yeah. he had surgery. Yeah, I yeah. totally forgot to talk about that. They're using this as a excuse to give him real surgery. I guess. I guess. I don't know. It's I'm I'm pretty sure meniscus is a pretty quick comeback, so he could be back by Rumble and then kick off a Mania match feud with maybe Santos. I mean, I don't I don't know. You got to do that on a major card, like. You... Yeah, and then he has to put Santos over. 
Oh yeah, he's in in that feud. Ray will put Santos over, and then Santos will quickly win a mid card title. Calling it now. Mm, yeah, the U.S. Probably. title from Logan Paul. No, Logan holding Paul's it. already he's, got a main. Of, he's I mean, holding it main. until Mania. Oh, I did see a news article today about that particular thing. Did you see that Bad Bunny um, is First rumored Logan. for night two of Mania? Apparently, his touring schedule opens him up for only night two based on travel. And so, but probably not to perform, right? No, versus Logan Paul. The rumor is they're trying to set up Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul for night two. Bad idea. I think that sucks because the rumor before was LA Knight versus Logan Paul. With LA Knight going over? With LA Knight going over at Mania. It would have to be. Unless Logan Paul is actually going to be full time. And yeah, like I mean, they could put Logan. Paul, they could put LA Knight in a bigger feud than uh, Logan Paul, I think, and it'd be okay. But they can they be the can either of them be the lead in a match? That's, That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, Logan Paul could. It's just I'm, I'm kind of starting to think Logan Paul could do whatever the fuck he wants. He yeah. Like, did you see that he admitted? So the the spot at Crown Jewel, he admitted this past week that it was both a little bit and. Uh, a little bit his and a little bit Ray's fault as far as the where he caught him and Ray almost died spot where he did the moon the moonsault mm-hmm. and Logan Paul had to step forward. He said it was both Ray not going back far enough and him not moving up far enough. Mm. So that just makes me even more happy with him. Like he, I hate him as a human being, but like he's <laughs> an incredible wrestler. He got it so fast. I want to watch more Logan Paul in the ring. Yeah, I want to see Logan Paul on WWE programming full time. I, I think he wants to be. I think he's done or close to done boxing. I think he wants to do it doing. all. I, I think he wants to do it all. So when he's not holding a belt, I think he's going to not be full time. And when he is, yeah, I think he's willing to be full time when he's holding a belt. So like, yeah, it's it's time for the the part timers to come out of part timing and be full time up until Mania, and then they go away. Lesnar, he'll be, I don't know, Rumble oh, after Rumble. Rumble. I guess I'm yeah. really bad at writing down news, but I saw a news Jesus, article today <laughs> that said that Lesnar is rumored for a Royal Rumble return. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I gotta start writing this stuff down. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Nothing. That's why when I see it, I just open up my notes app and I put it in there. Or my Google Docs. Uh, okay. Anything else for SmackDown? Uh, no. All right. I watched Collision. Joe. I watched Rampage. All right, what do you oh, what do you want to talk ahead. about on Rampage, dude? Rampage is really trying to make me watch all the time. They have bangers on Rampage. I just don't care. Did you see the main event of Rampage this week? No. Like, no. see what it was? Commander and El Hijo del Vikingo versus FTR. Yeah, I heard about that. And a tag team match was the main event of Rampage. Didn't holy was shit? This, was this the match where Vikingo went and did a a suicide dive? And almost killed himself on the yes. table. Yes. Okay. I saw a clip of that. Yeah, it was terrifying. But my God, it was so good, though. <laughs> like, this should not be on fucking Rampage, AEW. No one's watching this. Like, like 100,000 people are watching it. Roughly. Maybe less. I don't I, know. It's probably less. <laughs> Who knows? All right, Collision. Um, what, what do we want to talk about first? Or should we talk about... Tony Khan being on the screen and announcing a tournament with a broken person sitting next to him that he announced for a <laughs> tournament two weeks from now. 
Yeah. It fucking- There's a tournament. It's going to be happening soon. These are the dates. I'm going to say every single date individually. The dates are <laughs> this date, this, this date, date, in this place, this date, in this place, and this, this date, in this place. And the bigger news is that we're going to have in the ring for that tournament. The American Dragon, Brian Danielson, who currently is standing is, next, to, is standing next to me, and he's currently wearing a bandage over his face from a surgery he had two weeks ago. But it's okay. I promise you, he'll be okay in two weeks. <laughs> well, it's round robin, so it's like it's it's like a G one style. But they, I went into I don't remember the dates, but I think this this is going well into next year, right? This tournament. No, it's ending at a world's end. <laughs> Okay. They said it's ending at World's End, which is why it's starting immediately after Full Gear. <laughs> I am very confused. It is the major thing they're doing between to build up to all the world then other than probably whatever the main event picture is. Which will probably be MJF versus the devil. MJF person. versus whoever the devil is. MJF versus who, Chad? CM Punk. Fuck you. MJF versus KO. Adam Cole. I don't think he's healthy yet. He could be by December. He doesn't is need to he healthy physical. by tomorrow night. Doesn't need to get physical. I don't know. We'll see. Um, other uh, stuff on Collision. Uh, Swerve versus Hangman is now a Texas death match. Yes. Uh, which heavily influenced my prediction. Um, it didn't change anything about my prediction. I was always picking the same person. Okay. Uh, and okay. then I don't know if you guys saw this clip that went viral from Collision, but I saw the clip before I watched Collision, but it was when Don Callis came down and he was talking to Big Show, uh, who was on commentary. And Don Callis had like an awkward pause, and you could hear this girl in the crowd be like, You look like a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Cause he does. He looks like a wa- uh, a like a hot dog or like a walking penis. Dirty water hot dog. Yeah. Oh, oh super Olympus dirty water. This kit. Hot dog flavored water, you know what I'm saying? Disgusting. Anything else? Um, Andrade is with CJ Perry. Yeah. Uh, the, the best match of collision was the opener where he beats Daniel Garcia, and he, now he's aligned with CJ Perry. We'll see. That match, they're him and him and uh Miro, I almost said Rusev, are facing off tonight, I think, on collision. On collision on Friday night. Indeed. Right. Does that Page. start in three minutes? Yes, it does. Wait, collisions tonight? Collisions yeah, on Friday now. tomorrow. So it's at the same time as SmackDown. Joe, I don't know if you knew this, but the pay per is tomorrow. Yeah, I know it. I'm not going to watch it live. Why? It's on a I'm Saturday. Going, I'm going to Bush Gardens. Christmas at Town, 8 p.m.? Bro. Christmas yeah, Town, Christmas bro. Town, dude. Going at the 5 lights. p.m., dude. It doesn't open till late, and then you got all the lights and the crazy Christmas shows and stuff. It's, oh, it's awesome. Okay. Well. For me personally, wrestling greater than sign Bush Gardens, but that's also because Bush Gardens is far away from me. I think. Okay, it's like forty nine minutes from where we live. I'll tell yeah, you that makes that makes a lot more sense for you guys to go. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, Dylan. I wasn't supposed to go tomorrow. I was supposed to go tonight. And it's my fault. Oh, I switched it up. <laughs> that's Damn my you, fault. Chad. I wasn't available on Thursday. That yeah. place. Thanks for making us record on a Friday and. Pressuring me into finishing all of the editing tonight. That's what happens. <laughs> when I that may place or may not get done. I gotta be at work. Okay. Uh what else? Anything else from Collision? I really no. don't care. Yeah. I think I what was the main event? Was the main event It was uh, a useless three on three tag match between Sting, Edge, and Darby against I can't even remember who. Yeah. Um 
I'm, I'm oh, it was against uh, I'm the over Righteous Edge. and Lance care. Archer. Oh, yeah. I oh, told, yeah. talked about them last week. I'm over Edge. I don't care anymore. <laughs> they haven't done anything with the him. Allure, the, the allure has worn off already. Yeah. Which is crazy. It, it took a like really WWE long time. Already. Yeah, I, like, I don't know. I just don't care. Like, will the, will the six-man tag tomorrow night be good? Probably. But I feel I, like that tag match is going to be the next to last match on the card because it always is. Every Sting matches. Yep. They put the they put the old dudes. It's because it's they honestly should put them on earlier because some of the dudes in that match are so old. Yeah, Sting's got to go take a nap at an early bedtime. Yeah, Edge yeah. is getting up there too. He's forty nine. Yeah. 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 Collision sucks. Let's keep going. Collision right. always sucks. Um, Monday Night Raw. Raw was in D.C. this week. I didn't go. <laughs> I totally oh. forgot it was in D.C. this week. I remember I got offered, um, like my 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 buddy Kevin. He has a a friend who works for Capital, Capital One, One Arena. Arena. Yeah, so I can always get like discount tickets when. Oh, dude! For any up. Capital One event, yeah. Like the last time we went, we went to SmackDown either earlier. Th- I think we went earlier this year. Yeah, it was in March because w- it was the uh. We went to SmackDown on it was the time where Cody and Roman it was their first face to face before Mania before their Mania match and it nice. was the one where Roman laid the belt in front of him and was like have you ever competed for one of these? <laughs> oh yeah, is that yeah. uh is that where Blink is playing in July? Yeah, Capital One. Capital One, yep. Is that sold out? And probably not. initial, but you still find stuff from like scalpers, I'm sure. I'll uh, probably know the Charlotte one though. We have friends in Charlotte. Char- Charlotte's oh, wait, no, it's not in Charlotte. Last oh, Raleigh, year, sorry, it's yeah, Raleigh. Raleigh. It's we have friends closer. in Raleigh. We're probably gonna go to the Raleigh one. Yeah, I would. Well, I would rather go to Raleigh than deal with DC traffic any day because that's also a good point. They're both three and a half hours, but it's four and a half hours with DC traffic. Yeah, DC traffic sucks. That's why whenever I go, I try to go early and just hang out at my buddy's house, and then we just take the take the metro over to the arena. But Fair. my buddy Josh went to Raw. I think he was in a, a suite that his work sponsored or something like that. So that was pretty mm. cool. He didn't tell me if he had a good time or not, but I thought it was a decent show. Yeah. Raw. Raw. Yeah. 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 It was all right. Yeah. I, I mean, it. it's it's repetitive bullshit, but like. I still care because the people that are putting in repetitive bullshit are like my favorite people in the company. Piper like Brian and Natalia. No, like the Judgment Day, <laughs> Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and this like Seth? repetitive. And Seth, they're like, they're all Jay my Uso? favorites. I, I would say Jay Hughes is not one of my favorites, but like, yeet. I did buy a uh, some Christmas gifts for my kids. At I literally thought you were about to say you bought a yeet shirt. I did not. Uh, but I did buy uh, three different Judgment Day uh, merchandise items today or yesterday. Nice, dude. Did you buy a Send Your Money in the Bank briefcase? No, I got the Damian Priest shirt that he keeps wearing, the one with the Puerto Rico flag. It's super cool. I got a Finn Balor shirt, and I got the Judgment Day snapback, so I'm a big snapback guy. Oh, yeah. You're wearing one right now. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I th- I just Sorry. I thought I saw it because you're just such a big snapback guy. I like I don't snap- understand what you're I- saying. Uh, I like fitted hats more, but like not like I like fit. I like bending the rim. So it has I'm just to be not the a right hat fit. person. It has to be the right. I look weird on my head. Um, no, I'm a big backwards snapback kind of guy. 
Got it. Yeah. So, I mean, elephant in the room here with the, the I mean, we got to talk about the War Games match. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest thing yeah. on Raw. It's the biggest thing going in WWE right now, probably. Randall um, Keith. So, they had the tag team title match main event. Uh, Judgment Day retained, and another brawl happened at the end. Um, or no, sorry, a bunch of people were banned from ringside. A brawl all happened. The at the beginning of the show. And all the non-participant ma- members of the War Games match were banned. Yeah. So to include Rhea. Include yeah. Rhea. Yeah. So Judgment Day wins, and then Drew turns. Well, it was because He's- Drew turned that they won. He Claymore Jey Uso. Yeah. I need to take better notes. Yeah, Clay, he shows up. Oh, yeah. Claymore Jey Uso outside JD, the ring. Drew turns and Judgment Day retains the tag titles. I did write that. But Drew After- Drew's back on his Scottish psychopath shit and he's back in his black tank top or his black wife beater. That's how you know he's a heel. Because he's wearing <laughs> a black it. wife beater again. I am so um, excited for heel Drew. But I just want to, you know, take a victory lap. This is half of exactly what I said was going to happen. I said there last week that there's two Raws left before Survivor Series. I said the first one, Drew's going to turn heel. And the second one, Randy's coming back. So after the show, uh, you know, Judgment Day and Drew leave. They go up the ramp. Cody gets a promo in the ring after the show. And he's like, uh, some something to the effect of, well, they don't know that I have friends too. And then a huge Randy chant erupts. Oh, CM Punk. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're talking about a legacy teammate. Yeah. Randy Orton. They used to team up, dude. Just got to get Ted DiBiase Jr. back in there. Oh, no. He's in jail. <laughs> I know. Oh, that, yeah. That guy's in jail for like some like significant like I, financial I the thing. But, I mean. Money talks, right? What does Ted? Yeah, what did Ted DiBiase his, always say? Some everyone's got a price. Everyone's got a price. That was his dad, though. That's I. That, yeah, I, I would have said Junior if I was talking about Junior. Oh, you think the dad's coming back? Huh. I oh, can't to, say uh, for sure that that's not going to happen, but I, mean, I can tell he's you he's been in WWE more recently than his son has. Oh sure. yeah, with uh, Cameron Grimes and yeah. LA Knight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The million dollar championship came back in NXT that one year. Yeah. Yeah, those guys were the only two that held it. Also true. Went away again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, thoughts. Do we do? Do you guys? Do either of you still think it's going to be a surprise at Survivor Series? Do you think we're going to see Randy next week? I'm. Hoping. I think with the, I think with the, the true turn this week, your your thing makes more sense. And I I kind of do agree that if you were to leave it to like. If you're going to leave it to Survivor Series, you do have the chance that crowd turns. It's Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre versus these four people and TBD. Who's their partner going to be? It's the main event match and then the entire night. Here comes some CM Punk chants. And then as soon as like that, that person's going to make their entrance last, CM Punk chants. Randy Orton's music hits. I hear voices to a chorus of boos. You don't want that. That's what, that's what would happen. That's what I was saying last week. They talk to me and they understand. They, they talk, talk to, to me. me. Yeah. So they I don't know. talk to me. I, I there's still a chance I'm wrong about this, but it's looking good. 
It's looking they good. They tell me things that I would do. Right, right. Yep. Well, it can't be CM Punk because he's going to show up at Full Gear tomorrow. <laughs> CM Punk's actually signed to both companies. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what if he showed up to Survivor Series and he was wearing the devil mask? CM Punk is the forbidden door. Holy shit. Whoa. Uh, Holy okay. Shit. You have to enter CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized all my notes from Raw have to deal with the people involved in the War Games match. Oh, yeah. Judgment Day is a, um, officially added a new member. Let's not forget that oh, JD, JD McDonough is officially a part of Judgment Day. Yeah, I thought it was a nice touch that they had Priest or Priest took the initiative to be like, no, I'm the one who has to do it. So that was cool. Um, yeah. Good for him. Gave him a nice cool Judgment Day leather jacket. Oh, also Damien Priest, Priest uh, they, the opening promo was everyone trying to get under everyone's skin. And Cody got under Priest's skin. And I gotta be honest. He's, he's the leader. Judgment oh, Day yeah. had a, I think Judgment Day had better arguments. Oh, for sure. The makes heels me always love do. more. The heels always do. Makes me love them more. You're allowed to make sense as a heel. You it's have to play bad, dumb as a face. Their dumb heels are my least favorite thing. I'm trying to think who who that is. Who's the dumbest heel? Uh, Austin uh, Theory. Yep. Yep. <laughs> good point. Really good point. Okay. Um. Let's see. What other notes? I have a sup Chelsea Green note. <laughs> I think you always have that note. But I literally, it's like all of these notes about Judgment Day and the War Games match. There's a sup Chelsea Green note. And the only other note, Face so. Miz is a revelation. I'm loving it. No, <laughs> I mean, literally it. Miz is just proving he can do anything. He's awesome. And he's like starting he to make me question who I think is going to win at Survivor Series. Him or is he? He's facing Gunther, right? He's got Gunther. Okay, so the judgment. I mean, the Imperium stuff's going on with DIY. What's to say DIY doesn't get involved in this whole thing, and the Miz walks out as champion now because it makes sense to do it now, so that Gunther can be not a title holder by Royal Rumble, so that he can what face Rollins at Mania? Yes, the rumor has been that he's like. At the top of the list, hmm. he went one to 30 last year. He broke the record for most time in there. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up at 29 this year and wins the whole thing. Is that a is that a prediction or a spoiler? That's yeah, a prediction. See, <laughs> did you see this? Uh, this article from Sportster yesterday that Gunther says he has outgrown the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, boy. My point, I think Miz might legitimately win this thing. It's because DIY and Imperium is like a big rivalry. I just don't see where the DIY and Miz, where they come. Because so, Tommaso and Gargano. And, yeah. Kaiser's going to come out. Oh, Kaiser's Tommaso come out. used to help out Miz. Yeah, and, and then... then uh, there's no yeah. way that, There's no way they would help Miz. There was that thing with... Uh, no, they're not going to help Miz. They're going to clear the ring of Ludwig, Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci when they try and get involved. It's going to distract Gunther. And Miz is going to pick up like a shock victory. I don't know. I'm not convinced yet. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Are you saying you're going to pick Miz to win the match? I'm saying I'm considering it. I am absolutely not 100% on that side. But it makes sense to do it now because there's not a pay-per-view between now and fucking Royal Rumble. 
this yeah, is the last pay-per-view. He's not losing it on Raw. Could he's he's not losing it. He's not losing it after he wins the Rumble. He could lose it on a Raw between Survivor Series and if he, Rumble. If he, does, if he wins this match and goes into the Rumble as a champion, he is not winning the Royal Rumble. He could. Which, he still could. No, the Intercontinental Champion is not winning the Rumble. Trying to think if it's happened before. I don't think it, it has. has not. Well, only time will tell, and we still have another week before we make predictions for Survivor Series. Yeah, thank God uh, for that. Next week's going to be a heck of a show. We've got full gear, beer ratings, and Survivor Series predictions. It, boy, uh, maybe we just won't talk a whole lot about the weekly recap. Um, yeah. all right. If that's it for Raw, let's get into Chad's three best things from NXT this week. I guess I'll start with an honorable mention. It's not a match that I found overly enjoyable, but it is a major plot point on the show. Uh, Chase U's ongoing investigation caused uh, all the fans to boo Chase U, um, and then they dropped the tag titles. Uh, is this a kayfabe investigation? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So like some up. person brought him a fold Manila folder last week and was like, "Look at this," and it, you know, and he looked at it and was like, "Oh my god, I'm in so much so trouble." Like, what do so we don't even know what he's being investigated for? No, no, because because like Shawn Michaels tweeted out at some point uh, this past week, uh, Chase Andre Chase, come see me in my office immediately. Oh shit. Yeah, he tweeted it. Yeah, it's, that's kind of weird. It's a major kayfabe investigation. But you have new champs, and they are Tony D and Stax Lorenzo in their Let's second go Stacks. Reign. Let's go Stacks. That's my boy. Um, so that's my honorable mention. Number three, I'm going to go with the continued build for Iron Survivor. I love the way they're doing it this year. They have these like uh, legends um, basically giving... Uh, dream matchups for the person like this week JBL will be making um, picks on who he wants to see in Iron Survivor qualifying matches this week we saw Trick Williams and Joe Coffey which was really good and we saw uh, Roxanne Perez get interfered with by Keanu James and Lash Legend beat Roxanne um, to qualify for the Iron Survivor match I can't wait to see where these continue to go because I love the Iron Survivor concept when is deadline the first or second week of December. Okay. Here in Virginia. Oh, it Wait, is? Deadline, deadline's no, in Bridgeport, Connecticut or something. Yeah, oh. I was fucking with Dylan. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have gone, so. My number you, you two. Always have a, you have a, always have a place to stay here, Dylan. I get that. I just, I have a child and also other yeah, but things you also have a wife. Life. Yeah, I do. My life is... My fam, I'm gonna pull a Vin Diesel here. My family's my life. Family, family. Okay. Family. Well, Cam has a place to stay here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I have a giant beanbag, dude. He would love that. All right, sweet. My number two is a single. <laughs> it's just a single comment. It's not a match. It's not a thing. It's a comment. Um. Wow. Backstage segment happens. Braun Breaker's talking all this shit to the backstage com or announcer or whatever and Dijak comes up and tries to talk shit to Braun Breaker and Braun Breaker says that if he doesn't get out of his fucking face basically uh, then it's going to be retribution for him Ooh, Ooh. Retribution. and I loved the, the reference to retribution so much because Dijak just looked shocked 
Dijak <laughs> just had this pissed off look on his face. And I loved it because Braun Breaker said that and then walked off. And I was like, fuck yeah. That was a good moment. Is Braun Breaker getting better at promos? He that was really good, Scripted actually. Promos. Well, yeah, they all backstage segments. Mostly are. They're backstage segments. But god damn it, that was a good comment. Okay. Number one. Is it this uh Gigi Dolan versus I don't know who she's facing no, match? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, my number one is uh, Baron Corbin winning the main event over Wesley um, and then attacking Wesley, which led to Ilya Dragunov providing the um, the run in getting uh, deep sixth and then Ilya Dragunov saying, I want you at deadline. So we have a confirmed world title match or NXT title match. Uh, it will be Ilya versus Baron Corbin at deadline. Is this the one, Chad? Oh, God, if it is, though, dude. <laughs> No, I don't think it is. Um, wow, wow! Because Ilya's title reign's been so short, it it wouldn't make sense to me to take it off Ilya this quickly. There's been lots of short title reigns in wrestling history, especially in NXT. NXT has a history of short title reigns, but no, People I don't go to the main roster. But no, I don't think this is it. The men's um, title is always short lived, or not always short lived, but often short lived. The, the North American is always the shortest lived. Like, I Except remember Wesley. Wesley got like, six, like eight months of it, and they were like, he's the longest title reign. Dude, he's I'm got so the most defenses. I'm so excited for his second title reign. I mean, him and Dom Mysterio are still going at it. So I was I literally think, about to who? ask who the North American champion is right now because I forgot. It's Dom. <laughs> Sub. Dirty Dom Dom. Oh, th- thanks, Sub. Dylan. thanks, Dylan. Now I know. God damn it, Chad. That I can't make. If we're and gonna, that's my, if we're uh, gonna do bits on this show, you need to go along with them. Yeah, I gotta get my uh, sub Mysterio uh, sign ready for Mania uh, too. Yeah, Should we're in like prime now. seats for those shots of the uh, of the signs. Yeah, we need to make we're sure those areas. Are, we need to make sure our signs are funny. Sub Mysterio. I want to do somebody's uh, whoever like the whoever people would find the funniest. I want to have a sign that says so and so sits when they pee. Dylan. That's a classic. Yeah. That's get, get that's that all. Says, it's, it's just a classic one. Get one that says Chad sits when he pees. Ooh. They won't no one will know what that means. They'll probably think I mean two. Chad Gable. Oh, no, 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 no. Get one that says Chad is gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not cool anymore, Joe. I are you saying it's not cool to be gay? We're all allies here, Joe. Get on board yeah. with it. So am I. No, Chad, I was like asking it. you if you were saying it's not cool to be gay. You were no, the it's one not who said cool it's not to, cool to be gay. people for being gay. Their lives are their own lives. So what if I am? I what? just, I would I'm be not, a little surprised. <laughs> I'm not, but, you know, it is what it is. 2024 is coming, dude. Everything yeah. will be okay in 2024. Except for, Literally like, crime. Everything. See, yeah. the thing is, I know you're being serious, but just the way <laughs> you're saying it makes you sound sarcastic. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> it makes it sound like you're pissed off about it, like some no, right wing, absolutely not ultra right wing. I'm very left wing. I'm openly okay. left. Um. Anyways, saying that's why you sound. You sound like <laughs> that's how uh, you sound. You sound like a tea partier. A tea party. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hate the idea of tax. Let's throw What's it all that? in the river. I I actually hate the idea of tax. It sucks. Oh my god! Fuck Virginia. Can we get back to talking about wrestling? <laughs> All 
All right, yeah, yeah, I got another next for NXT. If you guys got another for NXT, let's finish off with Dynamite. I'm Sorry. actively watching it. Joe, do you have anything for NXT? Uh, yeah, I like how uh the one guy, you know, the one with the the head bandage. Oh, I'm, I'm literally watching that right now. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Oh, okay. It looks this video package does look like it's really funny, but I'm listening to it on or I'm watching it on mute. So I have no idea. All right, let's get into the uh, go home dynamite before full gear, and then we'll get into those predictions. What do we want to talk about? A uh, lot, a lot of people who are in matches this weekend had a match uh, on Wednesday. So the outcomes of those matches. I would assume heavily influenced your guys's picks. Well, not necessarily because the the Golden Jets weren't in, in the world's worst street fight. Um, Whoa! Don't talk about Joe's favorite wrestler that way. Okay, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. This I felt the same way about this as you feel about Halloween themed street fights. It's not just Halloween; it's holiday. Uh, well, how'd you feel about video game themed street fights where Chris Jericho wore a uh well it was video game sponsored. I I fucking hated this. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> okay. Dude, Kota Ibushi riding a bicycle and then like tapping people tapping with a fucking people. tapping people with a lead that was pipe. so bad. And then the, them the, being like it was the, the most thing, painful thing. The thing that looked way worse was him hitting people in the face with an uh, with a bike. And yeah. then also the suplex onto the bike. The suplex on the bike was gross. <laughs> The Dude, Paul just, White spots were dumb as shit. Uh, I, I thought Kyle Fletcher broke his Paul neck. White matches. Yeah, I, also the the tombstone into the sign, which also had a bunch of chairs underneath well, of it. Not that even looked that. disgusting. That was gross. But then the initial throwing Kyle Fletcher off the the side of the stage, he went through one table, but his head and neck hit the other table, oh, and it didn't right. break. That's and right. It like bent, and I was like, "Oh my god, Kyle Fletcher might have died." And the commentators even said, "Oh my god, his neck." Yeah. And then yeah. he came back and then did the the tombstone pile driver off of the side of the ring onto a pile of chairs and like what pile signs. of set up chairs like they weren't just like yeah flat flattened out chairs they were in the sitting position. I thought he was going to kill Kota Ibushi. I thought they were both going to die. I thought they both died. Honestly, it was the the spots in this match were disgusting. The the glass bottles and Kenny, I think, cut his hand oh, open. Kenny cut his head open bad. Hand. Uh, his hand. That's what I meant. He cut his hand open bad when he slammed the bottle. And then into he, a then he did another head. another bottle against someone else's head later against Hobbs. Yeah, this was so stupid. The the was, one thing I'm excited it was for, not worth it for right the spots. I'm uh, I'm really excited for this new up and comer, Paul White. I think. <laughs> I think that you could put him in any big show and it would be exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's a big show. Dude, Paul White had like two spots that smashed <laughs> through a guy off the ramp, went to the backstage and then got thrown into a car and we called it good. And I was like, thank God, because I didn't really want to watch a lot of Paul White matches. I thought he was dead, honestly. Yeah, when he when he got thrown on the car. Yeah. I thought he was going to die. Honestly, surprised Will Hobbs picked him up in the first place. It was shocking to see. I mean, good old Will Hobbs, though. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was. You know who he should have, who his next match should be against? Like, Mark Henry? 
No, get, give him give him a match against someone like Big Will. Like put it in what? a put, like yeah, like Big Will. Big w. Bill? Big Bill, Big sure. Big Bill. Uh and like put some fucking skinny guy in a shark cage above the ring. Oh my god, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Awesome. Like yeah. Enzo? Someone like Enzo, yeah. Maybe Ricky Starks because they're teaming. God. Maybe that's who. Uh, what know. else happened on on Dynamite we want to talk about? I guess the main um, event picture, we had Samoa yeah. Joe do like a promo saying that he was still offering the MJF help. And then in the main, after that incredibly bad video game sponsored street <laughs> fight, um, MJF came out and said, like, it doesn't matter who his partner is, he's still going to win. And he's going to fuck up Jay White and take his title back. He apologized to acclaim for getting them beat up. But like Jay White came out and said some stuff. I mean, it really wasn't anything shocking, honestly. Now that I'm like repeating it back, it was kind of exactly what they you kicked his ass. Them. Yeah. They kicked MJF's ass. Yeah. And that was that. Bang bang gang. Mm-hmm. Bang um, bang. Some other notable results on this show because of who was in them. Uh Moxley and Yuta beat Hook and Orange Cassidy. Uh-huh. Wheeler Yuta did pin hook. Um, let's see. Sky Blue was Sky Blue versus Red Velvet too. That was a the triple threat. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, let's see. Bucks versus Penta and Commander. The Bucks won that, and then obviously the Golden Jets were in the street fight, and they won. No, they lose. I don't even remember who won that match. Uh, oh, yeah, the one way angle on Kyle Fletcher. No, it was on a bigger guy, Brian Cage. It was on Brian Cage. There it is. Yeah, yeah. one way angle. The, so, yes, the Golden Jets won. So, yeah, both of those teams in that tag team match tomorrow night won. So, oh, helpful. <laughs> I, already know that that, I already know that it's pick. Chad's most difficult match to predict. But uh, what else? Um, I, I want to talk about the Mariah May, Tony Storm stuff. Did you guys hear the rumor about this or what this story is based around? No. So I have to go back to Twitter. I had to bookmark this because it was long. Um, Basically, so, what happened in on on Dynamite was Tony Storm had a backstage promo and Mariah May was there. She's fangirling. And she's fangirling over Tony Storm, yeah. So the WWE fanatics are like, oh, this is just Mickey James and Trish Stratus 2006 WrestleMania 22 all over again, which, yeah. But some people are saying that uh, or somebody theorized that Mariah May and Tony Storm are basing this storyline on the 1950s movie called All About Eve. So quick rundown. (laughs) Have you guys seen this movie? I've I've seen this movie. Okay. So the movie is about about the biggest movie buff ever. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it. It it, It won best picture. I've seen it. Yes. Okay. The movie isn't about an aspire is about an aspiring actress Eve who pretends to be a super fan of a famous Broadway star, uh, Margot. Due to her super fandom, Margot's people bring Eve in to meet her. Soon, Eve finds herself to be Margot's assistant. Everyone loves Eve, and she gains their trust. Over time, Eve manipulates everyone to become Margot's understudy. Margot realizes Eve is a threat and goes a little nuts. This pushes her allies even further into Eve's corner. They hatch a plan to get Margot to miss a show, giving Eve an opportunity to star in the play. 
This leads Eve to becoming a big Broadway star. Soon they all realize Eve has just been using them, but it's too late. And Margot essentially becomes a has-been as the theater world becomes all about Eve. So Mariah May being Eve, Tony Storm being Margot. Especially with Tony Storm's like whatever her Timeless character stuff. is. Yeah. All of her silent films are based on like are named after real movies too. Like she did Gone with the Wind one already. So like this makes complete sense. Yeah. Complete sense. And you could draw this out for over a year. Mm-hmm. You could have Mariah May just being like the person who beats like Ruby Soho on random rampages for a year before we ever even push the storyline to that point. Yeah, they'll become friends and be friends for a long time. And there will be hints here and there of her being crazy. And Tony Storm will obviously... Eve. Eve being... Eve Eve being... Yeah, Mariah. Eve, a.k.a. Mariah May. Being a crazy person, we will find out. And then Tony Storm will be the last person to find out that she's insane. Is that insane or is like Tony Storm insane and this one's logical? Eve is going to drive her insane. Oh, okay. Ryan May is going to drive her insane. Yeah. <laughs> Eve is so much easier to say. <laughs> but yeah, I I like the theory. And it's, I mean, at this point, it's pretty easy to write. There, I mean, It yeah. seems like they're setting it up. Someone wrote it in 1950, and we're just going to copy it. It's like major Hollywood it's nowadays. Like, you just yeah. remake everything. Yeah, I mean, what what other, what films nowadays are original? I don't know, but the ones that are, are awesome. <clears throat> like what? What was the last good one? Uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer came out the same week, and both were not remakes or, or anything. Oppenheimer you know, or was based on... Oppenheimer was a remake um, of what actually happened what, in the uh, yeah, Oppenheimer was a remake of real life. I love biopics, though. I love biopics. Oppenheimer was phenomenal in IMAX, by the way. Right, yeah, because, I, it, I saw because, it, because it was a real life story. The acting was crazy. That game was so good. Yeah. If you didn't see Oppenheimer yet, go watch Oppenheimer. It's me. What do you think? You haven't watched it. I don't no. even know if you know what movies are. I know. I don't even know are. if he knows what World War II is. Did you watch Barbie? No. Hmm. I didn't watch Barbie. I actually recommend it. Are these is things it, out on streaming, streaming yet? yet? Yeah, Barbie Whoa. is on streaming. I actually recommend Barbie. There is there is like existential life crisis com like commentary happening in that movie. It made me like think about my entire life. In Barbie, yes, yeah. At, What's it streaming fo- on? At, I'm sure at 40 years old, like Barbie really hit you hard. No, it's just like it makes you really think, and it's crazy that Barbie does that. But Barbie's written so well that it does do that. So you didn't just deny that you're 40 years old. I am 31 years old. Thank you, you motherfucker. Mm. That's true. Mm. 31 years old. That is a fact. Um. Moving on. Anything else from Dynamite we want to talk about? I don't think so. I think it's time to get into predictions, boys. I want to take predictions. a break. All right, fine. We're going to take a break and we'll come back with predictions for AEW Full Gear. New beers? Everyone got new beers? Uh, I got the same beer that's pretty full. Uh, I switched out beers, dude. Oh, you're on your second one. I remember. I heard you crack one open while we were talking earlier. I thought I Joe switched was still, over. I thought Joe was still on the same beer. Nah. What is that, Chad? Plunder. This is the Plunderer. Plunderer. It's an Oktoberfest style brew. 
from Reaver Beach in Virginia Beach. Mm. Oh, yeah. We're repping Virginia Beach tonight. Yeah, I'm always a big on the Virginia Beach breweries. It's my hometown. Do you think Got better it. beer is is brewed near a beach? Just in general? I don't know. I, I thought the craft beer scene in Charleston was absolutely amazing. So, and yes. Constantly going to craft breweries. And then I feel the same way here. There's so many good craft breweries. I also thought there was a lot of good beer in Hawaii. So, maybe there's something to that. I just need to go to, like, Missouri and see if they have good craft beer. I get a beer box every month with a lot of, like, uh, Illinois, Indiana, Missouri area of the country beers and they're always really good interesting who knows well uh before we get into predictions i did just turn on smackdown and i I wanted to mention road dog is the one that's on commentary this week and i mentioned to chad i was like he's definitely gonna say fuck on commentary (laughs) on accident (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm excited to to watch this episode of smackdown just and just listen to road dog that's gonna be fun um all right Let's get into predictions for AEW full gear. I think it's pretty obvious we need to start with the pre-show match. It is MJF and TBA versus the guns. God damn it. All right. I hate when you do that. When you start off with one that I didn't want to be the first one to pick. I mean, you don't have to be. Joe could be. It's usually that's the way we do it. We we don't really have a set rotation. No, he already claimed he called dibs. Yeah, Chad, Chad, who do you have and why? All right, so I'm taking the guns in the pre-show match. I think that some whoever the partner was going to be, which I expect to be Samoa Joe, is going to come out help, but not help to the point of conclusion. Like Samoa mm. Joe is like saying, I'm going to, I would help you. You're just going to give me a world title shot. Um, what if he comes out, helps him, but then walks away at the end? MJF's left stunned that he left, but he's like, I helped you. Sorry. And he walks off. Yeah. It's like getting a really bad hand job. Like, you're, and then you're getting helped, but not to the point of conclusion. Exactly. Um, <laughs> never been there before in my life, but never gotten assume. a hand job. <laughs> no, I just skip all the way to the finals. Um, wow. Uh, self finish four kids. Uh, <laughs> more that we point, know of point being here. Um, I think that's going to lead to like MJF being like, what the fuck, man? And like yelling at it thing. And the guns are going to do something. I also think that, uh, all the rest of the bang, bang gang is going to get involved here. I don't think it's like last time where it was going to be like a two-on-one and MJF overcomes the righteous. This is the guns. They're part of the Bullet Club Gold, which is like the premier faction on AEW right now. I'm taking the guns because I think that will also affect the main event. Hmm. Joe? Now, Chad took the words right out of my mouth. It must have been when you I was kissing you. Oh, that's the only thing I ever took out of your mouth. Meatloaf reference, by the way. Yeah. So you guys are both on um, the guns? I'm on the guns. Oh. For the same exact reasons? Uh, pretty much. I think that whoever the partner ends up being, whether it be Samoa Joe or anybody else, that they're going to fuck over MJF. And uh yeah. maybe that maybe that's why Adam Cole's pissed off later on. I don't know. Ooh, when he's revealed as the devil. When uh 
he or somebody else in his group is revealed as the devil. Okay. Uh, so I have the guns. I'm really glad you guys are both on the guns as well, because if, if I was, I was up to the point of prediction, still 50, 50 on this. And the fact that you guys both picked the guns, I, I will just go with what everyone else is saying because that's what you always do. Yeah. That's what I always do. I am trying to retain. Um, but my biggest thing for taking the guns was MJF losing the title, losing those tag titles. One, the guns would actually defend on yeah, exactly. Ring of Honor. That, that's the biggest thing is like MJF, regardless of the fact that he's wrestling more right now, he's still not defending those titles and Adam Cole is hurt. There's no reason yeah. except for the fact that Tony Khan doesn't give a shit about Ring of Honor. There's no right. reason for him to maintain. Tony Khan has no honor. Uh, second, this shit to the ground. Second, being, I feel like we're going into this show. A lot of people are going into this show, this big, big show, thinking, yeah. th- thinking that MJF is going to win the main event. And what better way to sway people's minds than to have him lose a match on the pre-show? So there you go. Thanks, Dylan. Okay. That well, was that was really my biggest that was like the biggest thing for me. I also think there's a decent chance it just ends up being a two on one beatdown. And yeah. they hurt then they hurt MJF, and that's really what causes the oh shit, MJF could lose in the main event. And then wins. Yeah. And, but yeah, just the thought of it, the fact that it could happen, you know. All right. I'm gonna go with my next <coughs> least intriguing match on the card. Um, I'm going to go with a TBS three-way match. Um, this is Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart versus Sky Blue for the TBS championship. Um, Joe, who do you have and why? I got Chris retaining. Oh, okay. You have a reason? Um, no. Uh, I... For the record, I think that Julia Hart would be a really good pick in this as well because everybody is really behind Julia Hart. Thank you. But, um, what's up? I said thank you. I mean, thank you. (laughs) Uh, and and now that I've said it, I kind of want to go with Julia Hart. (laughs) Uh, No, no, don't do that. You just want to be like everyone else, huh? No, no, I I said it and then I, I like thought about like my actual defense and like, for for my pick and I was like wait a second Julia Hart's in this match honestly I wasn't really paying attention when Chad announced the match and then I like looked oh at looked at the list and I was like uh fuck why did I say that uh so and and in conclusion that's why I'm picking Julia Hart because God, she's it. super over Chris Statlander even put her over at the uh press conference for the last pay-per-view and I watched that entire press conference for some reason at, at lunch one day um, yeah, I'm going with Julia Hart because Chris put her over at that press conference, a media scrum, whatever you want to call it. Dylan? Yeah, I have Julia Hart because it's time. I, that's that nothing else I really need to say. Also, the betting odds were even for also her and Statlander to win. Also, put Chris in the in the main title picture. Sure. Here's here's what I I agree with you that this is Julia Hart, and I think it's because of this supposed Sky Blue storyline. I think mm. Sky Blue is going to fully turn. And help Julia Hart win this match, and and she's in the match, so it's not like it's interference or anything. But so why think, wouldn't Sky Blue try to also win the match? Why would she try to no, help because, somebody else win? Because the match? she's t- 
returning to be part of the House of Black, I think she's going to help Julia Hart win the match. She's got the black eyeliner. She's been like doing this like I'm super brooding storyline. I think the fun, the big turn happens at the pay-per-view and she uh, helps Julia Hart win the match. I I don't think she'll help her win the match. I think she will align with Julia after the match. So Stat is definitely getting pinned. Well, if Julia Hart wins, Stat is the one getting pinned. And then after the fact, um, Stat will get beat down by both of them. It'll be that sort of thing. Okay. No, I think we get a full sky blue turn here. And I think I hadn't, to I hadn't thought about the sky blue turn. So that is literally off the cuff for me. So, uh, all right, Joe, Joe, your turn. Uh, next match is, uh, for the AEW Women's Championship, it's Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm. Uh, Dylan, this is easy. It's Tony Storm. It's Tony Storm. Yeah, new character. The I just I just read a super long tweet about her upcoming story, like what how her story is going to be built. She's gonna she's about to be the champ for a long time. Finally, because her other two are the two shortest reigns in the history of AEW women's yeah. wise. Yeah, Hikaru does not need to win this match. Yeah, I, I fully, I fully agree with you. I think Tony Storm's winning this match because I think the crowd is super over on Tony Storm's new gimmick, and it's like the gimmick in that in the women's division. There's no gimmicks happening in the women's division. That's but Chad, fair. you hate gimmicky stuff. No, I don't. I hate gimmicky stuff. I don't hate gimmicks. Everyone has a gimmick, right? And sure. And Tony Storm is the only woman doing anything in this company right now like she's the only one doing a gimmick or promos or anything i mean we did literally just get done talking about the tbs title match so let's no no, i mean in the women's title picture like in the women's title picture i'm not getting any matches i'm not getting i'm not even getting hukaru shida on on programming that's fair but every show i'm getting these tony storm vignettes and backstage videos and like cool little black and white movies that she's making with luther She's winning this match. She's getting the title back, and she's gonna have her 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 long title reign. Now, Tony Storm winning the match. Yeah, I'm uh going with uh the person who's been getting more TV time. It's Tony Storm. It's Tony Storm. <laughs> uh, plus, she's a total sup. And also, mm-hmm. it, it, I've read that Thunder Rosa is. Uh, oh, she's cleared. Medically cleared. She's been cleared. And this, like, maybe not at the show, but the the show after Full Gear would be a perfect time for her to return as a World's face. End. Yeah, I like that. Because, I mean, wasn't it Tony who won the interim championship? Yeah. From after she, I think so. she had to relinquish or, yep. or was gone? That that No, that's what it was. Uh, she became the interim champion when when Thunder Rosa went on her medical leave and then right after Tony left is when she relinquished it. So that whole, so she was given the, the permanent title right before she lost it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that's when Jamie Hayter won it. it right. Yeah. And then Jamie Hayter won it off of her at the next defense. So they were like, mm-hmm. it's an official title. It's not interim because Thunder, Thunder Rosa is not coming back. Yeah. Loses to Jamie Hayter. Yeah. Um, so, so I think all that interim stuff is, and and the reports that Thunder Rosa is medically cleared and ready to come back, I think it all brings it full circle, and it's we're ready for this feud, and the woman's title has to be in the picture for that. 
and a- along with the stuff that you guys said. Damn, I thought we'd have differences on those three matches. Those were ones I was counting on for differences. Yeah. Just um, to give you a heads up, uh, Sam has made predictions already on all these, and she picked the opposite for all three of those matches. Oh, oh wow. I can't believe she's taking the title from Dylan. <laughs> she picked Chris Tad, Hikaru Shida, and MJF to win the three-minute Whoa. matches so far. <laughs> um, I, I want to take a quick pause from predictions real quick because... um. I just had a I just had a thought about the women's war games match, the potential for one, obviously. So obviously you have damage control your narrative without Dakota, and you've got Charlotte, Bianca, and Shotzi on the other side, with there needing to be one more person. Um I re- I had just remembered that I saw a not a not I wouldn't even call it a prediction, more of speculation. Spoiler. Uh Jade Cargill. Jade would be no. good. Debuting in women's war games. Or I mean, hear me out. Good work. Steal her away from AEW. <laughs> Eva Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh. I just wanted to make sure that I said that on the show because I totally forgot that I had seen that earlier this week. I that, also that forgot to be very interesting. We're supposed to do a trivia question before we do these predictions. We forgot. Oh, god damn it, Chad. Okay. Oh, let's hear let's hear it, Chadwick. All right. There have been 24 AEW pay-per-views. This will be number 25. There are only two wrestlers who have been on every single AEW pay-per-view. Who are they? All right. Can I go first? Can you go for it? Yeah, sure, Joe. Uh, I'll t- I'll only take one since we're not competing for anything. I'm going to go with Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is in third place. Okay. I will go with Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is in second place, tied with MJF and Kenny Omega. I was going to say MJF. Oh, wait. So there's two people in first place? There's two people tied at first place at all 24. Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, and MJF have 21. This will be 22. Hmm. I wonder if these two people are like teamed together and are possibly brothers. Bucks. It's the Young Bucks who have booked themselves on every single fucking pay-per-view. Even when there's no storyline. Even when there's no storyline for them to have. They have booked themselves on every pay-per-view, including Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen. I remember those shows. Those shows were amazing. The Escalera Escalera de la Muerte match. Ugh. I can't wait till we can watch some of those on the prediction. I mean, on the the retros. That, Fighter Fest was fun. a pay per view. The fight, yeah. the original Fighter Fest, the original fight AEW the Dynamite even started. Oh, it was that summer when we went to Alaska. You went to Alaska when I, I went to there. Alaska. I unfortunately had to go to Charleston. You were gone. I'm just putting the uh, timeline in perspective for you. Okay, I don't even remember who asked. Later day, <laughs> it was a ladder match between the Bucks Lucha Bros. and the Lucha Bros. Oh, okay. I don't remember which of those shows it was on, but I think it was. I want to say it was Fighter Fest, or was it? No, was that All Out? The first All Out? It was Double or no, the first Double or Nothing. I thought, which is before no, Fighter Fest. It was later in the year. I just Double remember or- that one of those, the main event, was Joey Janela versus John Moxley. Joey Janela is tra- a trash human being. That was think, the main I event of an was, AEW. I think pay-per-view. that was Fire Fest. But uh, we have to remember that Fire Fest and Fight for the Fallen were both before Dynamite was even around. Yeah. 
they're they kind of working on other they ran three lines. pay-per-view shows before dynamite even started actually four i think all out happened before dynamite started too i don't know but i have all, all out i have all out double or nothing and full gear from the first year of AEW. i have them on blu-ray uh, i'm super have, cheap from AEW. i have all of them on bleacher report because <laughs> i bought them all and watched them all yeah i don't think i even have access to the account i might have bought those on all right dylan you're next to announce I a match i am next and we are going to go with because we are going from least excited to most excited except for the pre-show match and that was strategy uh you let's suck. go with sting darby allen and edge versus christian cage lucha oh. a dinosaur and nick wing sounds great i will take edge and sting to not lose a pay-per-view match um thank you edge's first pay-per-view match by the way Yes, yeah. I will take Sting and Edge, uh, and I, I don't have to explain why. Joe, uh, I'll take Ric Flair's team. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> oh, is he accompanying them to the ring? <laughs> yeah, he is. Shut the fuck door! No way. I think he is. Yeah, I I thought I saw that. No way. Yeah, he's it's accompanying them to the ring. I do remember seeing that. Stop. <laughs> now you got to change your who not on the card. <laughs> Is Rick Flair now that, this now is that Rick Flair's stupid. back in wrestling, that just that, that's just one more person that's on my basement wall down here that's an active wrestler. Hey, I've got Rick Cody, Fla- I got wrestling. Kofi, I got Woods, I got Seth, I got Brian, and now I got Rick Flair. Wrestling has more than one royal family, Chad. <laughs> the only people on my wall that aren't active wrestlers or active in a company are Austin, Undertaker, Biggie, Rock, and Hogan. That's because you haven't put your worst moments up, wall up yet. That's true. And I hate the fact that Hogan's on my wall, but it's literally Rock Hogan Mania 18, and it's mostly a rock picture. Rock's doing the come get some. All right. <laughs> so since we're all on the Starby, uh, Sting Darby Adam Copeland train, uh, we're going to move on to the next match, um, which is easily the match I'm least excited for left. It's the Golden Jets versus the Young Bucks. Nice, mm. I thought you were going to pick this match here. I'm excited I, for I the match because it's going to be good. Yeah, just, I it mean, has no, it has no story, but it's you got be you got good. Kenny versus the Young Bucks. Well, there is you know? stipulations here. Let's make sure everyone understands the stipulations. If the Golden Jets win, they get a tag team title shot that the Young Bucks are currently owed. But if the Young Bucks win, the Golden Jets must disband. Hmm. Huge step. That changes everything. I don't think so. Joe, who do you have and why? Yeah, Joe. Uh, I don't think this is the last outing of Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. I don't think the Young Bucks need an AEW World Championship opportunity. So in with that being said, I'm going with the Golden Jets. Let's go, Dill. I, too, have the Golden Jets. Motherfuckers. I, I don't really like both teams won this week, but like, honestly, my reasoning was very much similar to Joe's like. I just, I just uh, want to go ahead and uh, congratulate Dylan on his retention of the title. Yeah, at this point, no one's going to have any differences. I thought <laughs> I was having spicy picks here. I should have screenshotted my picks before we started this because I haven't changed shit. No, I, 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 mean, either. I mean, this is just as much your all's fault as it is mine. God, no, I I'm also not, have the Golden Jets here. It's because of the stipulation, and I agree with Joe. This is not the last time we see the Golden Jets. This is like one of Chris Jericho's like Twilight things. It's happening because he wants to do it late in his career. Kenny Omega's probably not far behind. The Young Here's Bucks what I will have say. no storyline with Ricky Starks or Big Bill. 
here's what I will say. I'm really happy that the, all, all the matches that I was 50-50 on have been the same. Yeah, all the ones that I thought I had a spicy pick on, y'all were like, oh, this is obvious. It's definitely Julia Hart. I thought Hart. Julia Hart was a spicy pick. I mean, Joe picked Me too. Chris Statlander. No, I picked Julia. Well, originally you did. Yeah, but that's because I wasn't listening to Chad. Well, that's your fault. You and never you know listen I always you don't listen to anything. That's fair. All right. Uh, well, Joe, I guess, you, Joe, it's your pick. You got next. Uh, next match, I'm going with Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. I'm really glad I talked to Chad about the well. Uh, Chad knows who I had for this match. We talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but I was also very 50 50 on this. Um, I have Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, but then Chad reminded me that Orange Cassidy lost to John Moxley at All Out or All In, one of those two. All out. All out. And I completely forgot about that. And also Mox's team beat Orange Cassidy's team this week on Dynamite. And also, the Orange Cassidy, uh, Precious Schmeagel storyline needs to be better. If I, I really hope that that's actually the way the route they're going, but it doesn't seem like it. All right. So, so just to be clear, you just picked Orange Cassidy. Yes. Yes. Okay. I will also be picking Orange Cassidy in one of no uh, multiple <laughs> matches that are repeats of other matches from recent pay per views. Um. For the same reason, uh, AEW likes to do rematches, and when they do rematches, they switch who won. Um, John well, Moxley won the first one. Booking Chad, um, a thing John Moxley won the fucking hate WWE for doing. Yep, but here AEW is definitely gonna be doing it all night tonight. If you know what I'm saying, um, John mm. Moxley is losing this match to Orange Cassidy, also because John Moxley's not in a picture to do anything right now, and this is a title where we are going to be seeing, um. Orange Cassidy retained for a, yet again another long reign. So I have Orange Cassidy here. Maybe John Moxley will finally get his vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think we're going to have any differences. Wait, what's left? The the, the fatal fa- four the ways team the, match? the one the one the fatal four way there has the fatal to be four a one. Oh yeah. So um, Joe Joe's got Orange Cassidy. Yeah, and my reasoning is similar to yours, but I'll go a different route. I think this match was always going to happen, and there was going to be a redemption. Uh, and then John Moxley got the concussion, which put the title on uh, Sierra Miedo. Uh, Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix, uh, the other early bro. I w- if you did, I let me finish, I would have said Sierra Miedo's friend, Ray Phoenix. <laughs> uh, Brother. <laughs> brother we're not talking about hulk right now but no uh, it's his brother <laughs> literally his no, brother no uh i think that like the match was always going to happen then john moxley got concussed ray phoenix picked up the title ray phoenix quickly dropped it back to orange and now it's just rolls are reverse but orange is going to retain he's going to get his redemption i think it goes back to like a a backstage promo that orange Cassidy had like two weeks ago where he's like hey uh, I I wanted this title back the the minute I lost it, uh, but it's kind of felt hollow the entire time I've had it because I lost it to John Moxley and I didn't win it back from him. So I want to have a match with him again where I can prove myself against him. Uh, and at that moment, I was like, okay, I'm picking Orange Cassidy. So, all right. So I guess I get to introduce the next match, huh? 
Yeah, sounds like it, which means Man. you get to go last. Which means I get nice. to go last for the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team match. Uh, it's Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus FTR versus LFI versus House of Black. Chad, who do you have and why? Um, I'm going with Ricky Starks and Big Bill to retain. We they've... officially have a difference. Um, yeah, they... I'm also different than that. Okay, good. Um, only because the person I want to win this match is House of Black. Um, <laughs> and you know, if you pick them, they won't. <laughs> and I know that if I pick them, they won't one. But two, also, they have had a fatal four way tag team match on AEW pay per view before. Uh, for the tag team titles, how many times have they done this match? More than once. How many times have the tag team titles changed hands in a fatal four way at an AEW pay per view? Second trivia question the answer is never. There's what a better what better place to start than now. Yeah, I don't think they do. I'm going to take Ricky Starks and Big Bill to maintain through the pay per view and lose not long afterwards. Mm. I don't think they're going to maintain long, but I'm taking Ricky Starks and Big Bill. I think Big Bill shows up like late in the match and does something, and Ricky Starks gets his finisher and wins it. Jose, my turn. I uh, think Joe has the same pick as me. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't know why Ricky Starks and Big Bill even have the championships. Because they, uh, they squashed FTR. Yeah, who gives a fuck? I don't, I don't, like, they are not a real tag team. That's some WWE-ass shit. Oh, okay, so the last time we did the Fatal 4-Way at Full Gear when Swerve and Keith Lee were in it and maintained and retained it, yeah, that's they, fair. they weren't a tag team either, but, but they retained they it at Full Gear each other. one year ago. Yeah, but they weren't. In friends. a Fatal 4-Way. No, I, 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 I don't give a shit about this tag team, so I can't honorably pick them. Uh, FTR is definitely not winning again. Uh, I don't think LFI has has ground under their feet right now, so I'm going with the established tag team of Kings of the Black Throne winning the titles. Let's go, Dylan. Mm-hmm. I'm with Joe. It's a big, big, big night for the House of Black. I don't think yep. they win more than once in the same night. Why not? I don't think they're a big enough faction in that company to warrant two victories in the same pay per view. Not a big enough faction yet. This is their night. This is their judgment day night, dude. This is their judgment day night. Okay. I uh if I was to pick who I really want to win and who I think has the best chance of winning, I think I agree with both of you. It's House of Black. So then why didn't okay. you pick House of Black? Because if you think I they want have the best a difference, chance of winning. One, I want a difference. Two, I'm going with the so historical that you can odds. Lose? Historical odds. AEW Chad, I respect repeats booking. AEW repeats booking. I, I will say that Ricky Starks and Big Bill are the odds-on favorite to win this match. Oh, and House of oh. Black and LFI are the least have the least uh, or have the worst odds. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to stick with my pick. We're going to move on, though. Um, who's next? You're next uh, to you. introduce. There's oh, only two I'm matches next. left. Oh, shit. There's only two matches left. What are they? It's the, te- the Texas oh, oh, match in oh, the we'll, main event. We'll go with the main event then because I think it's predictable. Um, I'm going to go with MJF versus Jay White. It is a match I'm very excited for. I love Jay White, um, but Jay I am. White. Chad, you, you get to pick last. You get to wait and see what Joe and I pick. Yeah, I, don't I have to pick need first. To wait. <laughs> MJF. 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 Cool. cool. Moving on. Which brings us to our last match of the night. Hangman, Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland, accompanied by Prince Nana. In a Texas death match. Dude, this is going to be the best match on this card. 
probably i mean yeah. mjf and jay white is going to be amazing as well no. it's just the outcome is predictable this match was the best match at wrestle dream other than maybe the brian danielson versus Zack saber jr match and i honestly would say i'd rather watch the first one of this match than i would rather watch that one again joe excitement level for a texas death match no matter uh, the competitors i don't think that this will get to the the extreme point i don't where see I skewers don't like here it. you know i don't see over skewers. under over under uh half of a fork over under 0.5 forks in this match under i think over. it's going to be a lot of use of the environment there might be some barbed wire mm -hmm. uh whoa yeah there's going to be like tables and chairs and stuff like that but i don't think we're going to see forks or skewers or light bulbs or anything like that pizza cutter pizza cutter no, none of that accompanied with a domino's ad Okay. <laughs> uh real quick update axiom is wrestling on smackdown just fyi oh what the fuck yeah he's taking on dragon lee i'm just a kid oh that's gotta be good yeah it well it's, it's well they've had that. we've yet. seen that match before i think that's gotta be good. not these fans um yeah I'm i've so i think i have to make the first pick here i'm going with hangman uh it's a texas death match we all know that hangman is from Aaron's Virginia. Creek, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> but he definitely embodies the state of Texas more than Swerve does. I don't know where oh, Swerve's from Seattle. That's right. Uh, also, Swerve won at the last pay-per-view. So 50-50 booking. Oh, yeah. You said a 50-50 booking. This is going to be, I think, the match of the night. I think that Swerve and Hangman didn't even need it to be a Texas death match for me to want to watch this the more than anything else on this card. Um, You knew I there'd think... be stipulation, though, after the... after Yeah. After the breaking, the breaking and, entering. and entering, come on. But the promo work this week on Dynamite by Hangman Page was so good. He cooked him. And they didn't, even, cooked they didn't even let fucking Swerve talk. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. The, the so, one thing I'm worried about is that Hangman did get the upper hand on Dynamite this week. Yeah. No, I don't care about that. It's 50-50 booking. Hangman's winning. Um, the Virginia graduate is going to win this match. The substitute teacher? The substitute teacher who graduated from the <laughs> University of Virginia Tech. I love that picture with him and his like when he was a they he that picture that he has of him outside with his class. <laughs> it goes viral every once in a while. Joe, you guys both picked Hangman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh I don't. I'm just gonna say it. I think that Hangman is not on an up and up. I think that he's not going to win this match. I think that's I, I texted you guys about it. This is non-title picture right now. I texted you guys like last week, I think. And I said I said Swerve is going to be AEW champion within a year. I'm going with Swerve, and this is the start of his rise. Ooh. Well, that's why I think he wins the third match. Oh, you think so, there's a you think it's a ribbon match? Oh, you never don't do a rubber match. So here's the thing with rubber AEW match. and rubber matches though. Is they always do the first two very close to each other, and then the rubber match is like down the line. So I, or, so I actually thought about this on the, the drive AEW home championship today. for the AEW. Yeah, like it would be like Swerve beats whoever beats MJF for the title or something like that, or maybe he beats MJF for the title. Who knows? His first challenger will be Hangman, if if that's the case. Like that's where they would do Swerve Hangman three. It's going to be late next year. Yeah, I agree with you Something fully. Like that. I'm all full gear for that. Nice. A year from today. Oh, I don't think it'll be that long. So, yeah, I'm going with Swerve. 
Okay. Um, Two differences in the entire card so far. Yeah. Hopefully we have some differences here. Um, I don't think we will have that much of a difference. <laughs> probably not. I think this is the first time my blood is different for a full, for an AEW card in a while. Uh, but um, yeah, let's let's go oh. with blood. Let's go with blood first. Um, who hangman on a page? If, I'm Moxley. You're going Moxley. Yeah. Okay. I'm going hangman page. It's... I went with pay. I went with hangman. Should have gone with Orange Cassidy because what happened last time they got those two had a match. Yeah, but that was the main event. This will not be a main event. I think it will be tamed down. Ooh, yeah, that's fair. But John Moxley always bleeds, except that last time. Yeah, that's true. Except for the one time we all picked him. <laughs> all right, Joe's going with Mox, and uh, Chad and I have Hangman. All right, sweet. Uh, who not on the card is going to make an appearance, Joe? I have to pick first on that one. Oh, boy, yeah, yeah you do. It's okay. Me and Dylan have uh, many ideas. Uh, I have my pick, I and I know that Chad's is different. I'm going to go with Samoa Joe. That was Ooh. pretty high on my list. Oh, it's my turn. I'm going Juice Robinson. Two matches for him to show up. I think those are both guarantees, but I think this third one's also a guarantee. I'm going with Preston Vance, who is not supposed to accompany LFI, according to the Wikipedia, but I guarantee you he does. Who? Preston Vance. Preston Vance? The guy LFI. from... Uh... Legato, La, sorry, Lafayaccian and Gobernable has three members. Two of them are in the Fatal Four Way, and the third one is Preston Vance. He used to be ten. Oh, he yeah, is, that's what I was gonna say. The guy from uh, that one faction Dark that was Order. there for a long time. Yeah, but he shows up with LFI every time they've shown up. Wait, Boy. what was that faction? Dark Order. Dark, Dark Order. Order. Dark Order. Okay. Okay. Like a Preston Vance. Chad, okay. I'm actually really excited that you just picked that because I, while I agree with you that with your like, there's no chance he doesn't show up. Like, I think the Samoa Joe and Juice Robinson showing up, the chances of that happening are way higher than Preston Vance. I just don't want to pick something you all already picked. I think that's boring when we all pick the same surprise appearances. Juice Robinson is my number one most guaranteed. I think Samoa Joe, if he's not the opponent, will at least be hinted at or talked about. Um, but I think Preston Vance is almost a guarantee. Well, knowing how LFI works right now. Okay. I think um, Buddy Matthews is also pretty high. Oh, yeah. That was my other pick. Oh, that's fair. Don't know why you didn't go with that. Because uh, Preston Vance has shown up more often than Buddy Matthews has recently. I guess, yeah. I guess we'll see. Uh, okay, well, I have champion's advantage, so I don't need to pick an end time. Uh, you guys can go ahead and tell me what it is. 1147. Okay. 1203. Whoa. 1147. Joe, is that PM or AM? PM. I already said PM. Oh, okay. And then, Chad, yours is also PM? Midnight 03. Midnight 03. <laughs> Damn, I almost got him. Midnight 03, you fuck. Okay. Well, that's predictions. Lot and of that's uh, the show, and that is the show, the big, big show. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a big show. Jesus Christ, <laughs> just waiting for him to finish it. I guess he Joe didn't want to finish. Never, Joe has okay. a finishing problem, <laughs> so does uh, your mom. But I think that's my Ooh, fault. It's 100% your fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, next week. I already said this earlier in the show, but big show next week. Uh, damn it. <laughs> but big show. 
Uh, B ratings from this full gear card. We will see if I lose, like everyone's predicting, even myself. I'm definitely going to lose. Um, and then we're also going to have predictions. Gonna we're definitely going to, I'm definitely going to lose. And we're also definitely going to have predictions for Survivor Series, which is next Saturday? Saturday night. So I think it's Saturday. Fighting. Um. So yeah, it'll probably be a short weekly recap next week. As always, you can follow us on social media at GDT WrestlePod. We've been the Drunk Dude Still and Joe and Chad. We'll catch you on down the road. <laughs>